does it really mean to be wounded and how do you heal from it? We're going to talk about this. Welcome to Reveal the Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Carter, and this is episode 39, Help for the Wounded. I'm so glad that you are back with me. I have been trying to keep up with the podcast, um, but this is going to be really good. I wanted to talk about uh, when you have a wounded heart and how you can heal or how God heals the wounded heart and what that really means, because most of us, we are wounded and a lot of people, they really are wounded and they've gotten wounded in different ways and by different people or different circumstances. And we want to shed some light on this. I want to reveal some things about this. But first, let me read uh, a scripture in Luke 10, 30 through 37. And it's just important that I read this uh, parable. And uh, you go ahead and listen if you need to back this up and listen to it again or get your Bible out. But it says, and Jesus answering said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among the thieves, which stripped him of his raiment, and wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance, there came down a certain priest that way. And when, he's, and when he was at the place, came and looked on him, and he passed by on the other side. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him, and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan As he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him, and he went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said to him, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these three thinkest thou was a neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, Go and do thou likewise. Now, most of the time when we have heard this passage, the emphasis has always been on the Good Samaritan, okay, and how a man stopped to help another man who was in trouble. But I want to talk to you about the man who was injured or wounded. Now, we don't know his name. We don't know his background. And the Bible doesn't really say a whole lot about him. It does say that he was wounded. And he lay there by the roadside. He's just laying there by the road wounded. And he just lay there. This could have been any person. It could be you. It could be me. As a matter of fact, it's been me. I have felt like I have been hit by a freight train going through divorce and trying to rebuild my life after that. And honestly, even today, it still feels like a a freight train has hit my life. 
And a lot of you feel uh, that same way. We've been injured. It feels like we're just laying by the side of the road. Okay. Because a lot of times in life, we just find ourselves wounded. We didn't mean for it to happen. We didn't cause it to happen, but we are. Something happens to us and we're wounded. Okay. Now, a lot of times people who are like this, many times, you know, I've been next to people who've been wounded. I've talked to them. I've had clients who were wounded and just a lot of different things have happened in their life. And sometimes people are told horrific things and things are going to happen to their life. Okay. But it happens and we don't understand all that happens to us. And if we did, we would be God, but we're not. And many times there's just no uh, human explanation for what has happened. There's just, there just isn't, okay? Um, another part of this uh, story, some people say, well, the guy shouldn't have gone down, you know, the road to Jericho alone, okay? And you might say, well, so what? He should have known that it was a bad road. He should have known that when you leave Jerusalem and you go down to Jericho, you drop right down to the bottom of the Dead Sea. And it's just, you know, just bad. Hey, it sounds reasonable. But, you know, at the same time, you, you have to tell a person that there are times in life when things just happen and some things aren't avoided or they can't be avoided, but yet here you are wounded. Now, I don't believe that God is being mean or nasty or he's being vengeful. He's not a vengeful God. I simply think that many times things which happen are just the result of us living in this world, and it's a result of sin or choices in other people's lives. But when you are wounded, there is something you can do. And if you are wounded and you are here listening to this podcast, I want to give you uh, three statements that are going to help encourage you to get past being wounded. Okay, because if you look at this verse, it says, you know, by chance. Okay, see, so you know, some things we don't have control over, and it says that he bound him up his wounds pouring oil and wine, and oil and wine is also symbolic of Holy Spirit, and then set him on his own beast. So anyway, he took care of him. So um, there are just things that are just a result of living in this life, okay? So if you meet another person in your life, and you will, and you have, who is wounded, okay, I want you to help them out also by giving them these three things that I'm going to give to you, because I want to help you understand that the power of faith within them can help them conquer their wounded spirit. It's the same thing that's in you. The power of faith inside of you is going to help you overcome being wounded. Um, If you ever meet a doctor and there's something really wrong with you, a doctor will tell you half the battle is that the patient has to want to get better themselves. So if you find yourself wounded and you've been hurt, you have to want to change. You have to want to get better and not stay wounded. Half the battle of even becoming a disciple of Jesus is that the is that a person has to want to be a disciple of Jesus. So let me give you the first um encouragement. It is you're not dead. 
You are not dead. You are not dead. Just repeat that. You're not dead. And what I mean by this is to be wounded means that you're actually not dead. It means you've not been killed. You are still alive. You still have something with which to fight. Through God's power, you can still conquer things in your life, even though you have been hurt. People go through uh, divorce and it's a tragedy. It's, it is really like a death. Death actually would have been easier had the person died than divorced, but you can go through it. The soul is filled with a lot of anguish and pain and there's wounding deep inside, but you're not dead. And you can fight back if you want to. If you've been abused, if you've been molested, if you've been rejected, you can fight back and you can survive, okay? You may have intense emotional devastation in your life. Might be a lot of foolish talking and blaming. There might be just a whole lot of things going on. There's And there's always two sides to broken relationship. And the truth is kind of somewhere in the middle of all of that. But you can survive. You are not dead. Okay, you're not dead. If you've been wounded in your spirit and if Satan, the enemy, has tried to come against you to try to destroy you and attack you mentally. Listen, there is power in Jesus Christ and you don't have to give up because Jesus is still able to heal your mind and your broken heart right now. No matter where you are listening to this, no matter where you are, okay? To be injured is one thing, but it doesn't mean that you must stockpile in this thinking of I'm worthless or worthlessness. As long as you have life in you, as long as somehow there is your heart is beating and, and just life within you, the depth of your spirit, don't let the enemy tell you that you are defeated. Don't let him destroy your life. Don't let him do that. You may be wounded, but you are not sidetracked. You may be wounded, but you are not a failure. And you can get up from off the side of the road. The man on the Jericho Road who was wounded had to rest for a while, okay? Look back in this story. He had to rest for a while. He didn't have to stay there forever, okay? The second encouragement is help will come. Help will come. To be wounded means that help is on the way. Help will come your way. It will be found by you. If you're wounded, you're not dead. That's the first one. The second one, help will come your way. Okay, you could be at the end of your rope, but help will come your way. It could come in the form of counseling. It could come in the form of talking. It could be the Holy Spirit coming to help you. It could be any kind of, of way it will come. You may just be wandering around in this sense of like, feeling absent from God's presence. You try to read the word, you try to pray, nothing worked. But by determined faith, you will survive one day at a time. The wounds will be healed one day at a time. Your memories are intact, but the pain will be gone. I remember my spiritual mom telling me, you will remember everything you felt, you will have the memory of it, but it won't hurt. And I thought that is not true. That will never happen, but it is. I remember everything that happened during my dark season of depression, divorce, separation. I, I remember it, but I don't feel that way anymore. I, don't, I can't even feel it when I remember it. I don't feel it. 
but I remember the events. I remember them. So help did come for me. And I know that some of you have been wounded. You've been hurt. You've been tormented. And you've wondered, why has this happened to me? I used to think that every single day. God, what did I do to deserve this? But I want you to remember, Jesus is with you, and you are listening to me talk to you about this. And Jesus is with you. And if you've been wounded, Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, will reach out to you, and his healing is here for you because he knows that you are wounded and he wants to help you. And Jesus never lets us fall all the way down. You know, we may fall down, but we get up, but we don't stay down. He somehow reaches out. He pulls us up. He loves us. He cares for us. He binds up our broken heart. Jesus and the Heavenly Father and Holy Spirit care for us deeply. Remember, you're not dead. You're wounded, but you're not dead. And help is on the way. Now, the third encouragement is do not ever be bitter. Now, this is a good one. You may be wounded, but don't get bitter. Bitterness is a huge cancer. It will destroy you. It will destroy you from the inside out, from the outside in, from top to bottom. It eats away at the internal uh, makeup of your, of your soul, of your being. It just, it just does. I'm going to read this verse to you out of the Living Bible, Hebrews 12, 15, about bitterness. Look after each other so that none of you will fail to find God's best blessing. Watch out that no bitterness takes root among you, for as it springs up, it causes deep trouble, hurting many in their spiritual lives. See, when you become bitter, you hurt other people. That's that saying, hurt people hurt people. It's like bitter people hurt people. We were told that in this verse that if there are any small roots of bitterness, and bitterness always kind of starts out tiny, but it grows because it's a nasty beast, that it begins to creep into your souls, then you're, you're, you're literally going to be headed for trouble. The moment you say uh, something like, God, I hate you. God, I didn't deserve this. Why'd you let this happen? God, you forgot about me. Bitterness is creeping in. Bitterness is creeping in. Um, this talking about this topic, this verse, it just it indicates that the bitterness of the inner man that's inside of you, it's related to anger with with God. And I believe that anger toward God is always present when bitterness is there. Because it has to be, because you think that God could have done something and he didn't. Bitterness is not a casual, I'm angry with you, grudge, um, a casual uh, bad feelings. It's lingering. It's a lingering thought that God hasn't been fair. Something hasn't been fair. It's, it's taking anger further than it needs to go. Okay. Um, so think, think about that. Think about not being bitter. Think about that. You must let the bitterness go. You must let this go. You must forgive people. And so when you sit around and you just keep thinking about your circumstance and you cry about it and you just keep reliving this past pain, you weep over it, that just exacerbates the problem. 
the more you're going to be filled with hatred, resentment, and the bitterness. But the moment that you break loose and you let the presence of Holy Spirit, you know, come into your life, you will be healed by the power of God. So there is hope for the wounded. There is hope. So you ask, well, what do I do? Someone may say, well, what do I do? I, I'm not dead. I've got this pain. I feel all this. You trust God. You trust God. You trust God to heal you. You trust God to forgive. You trust God to restore you. You know, God is, is wanting you to know that get your eyes off the situation, off the other person, get your eyes off it and get your eyes on him and on his healing and what he said and keep going forward in your life. God wants to heal you who have a wounded heart, a wounded spirit. Get your eyes off of that and look to him. Look only to him. Look only to him. If you will allow him, the spirit of God is going to do a healing work. It can be instantaneous. Even as you're listening to me, you could just feel some things dropping off of you, or it will be progressive. If you'll step out and you'll believe in the power of God and the power of the Holy Spirit to do the work, Jesus will heal you. So I'm asking you to believe it, believe it, believe it, believe it. All right, I hope that this uh, podcast has helped you this lesson. If you have more questions about this or want to talk about this, just email me at stephaniecarter45 at aol.com. And don't forget to check out my website and sign up to get a free gift. I have a nine-day devotional on the fruit of the Spirit, and you can get that at stephaniemcarter.com. And look down in the show notes. There is a link where you could support me, support this podcast financially, just a gift. And it could be 99 cent a month up to $9.99 a month. And I would love for you to do that because I have to literally pay people to do things for me, for writing, maybe for the podcast, for just a lot of different areas to get um, the godly message out to the hurting, the broken, and the lost. Um, And it just really, really helps. I love doing this, and I want to do it as a ministry full-time. So I thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you later.